uh, with the travel. What can I do to kind of keep things going? Don't make excuses about not buying or eating quality food. It's not that hard. A person who's traveling as carnivore, use fasting as a tool. What's going on, friends? So Labor Day weekend, I'm gonna be going to Miami. How do I kind of survive a weekend in Miami, but also maintain the carnivore lifestyle for the most part? What can I do to kind of keep things going? So I'm gonna show you my meal and kind of where I would source my foods and how I'm gonna do that. I'm not gonna pack much. It'll be an interesting experiment to kind of see how we do this. All right, obviously I'm not gonna eat all of this chuck roast, but I have some white oak pastures chuck roast here I'm cutting What off. I like to do before a trip is definitely go a little heavy on the organs. So I've got some beef liver here that's raw. It's actually um, axis deer liver, and this is lamb fat. So, let's get started. With all my fat, I just like to actually eat it raw. When I look at my blood sugar on my CGM, it stays very low, very like kind of balanced. My flight's at 2.15, and I've got a little bit of work I need to knock out. As far as my travel, I just use a Kindle. I love my Kindle, and I use my iPhone. I have an iPhone 11 Pro, um, and then I'm just gonna bring my camera gear. So for my meal, this is a pretty decent size. The chuck roast here, and then I've got more parts of it. You can see all the fat there. I've got the raw axis uh, deer liver here that I hunted. All right, I'm here with my neighbor Stan. All ready to go. We have we have some extra luggage. We'll put her in a suitcase. We're ready to go. Stan's bringing carnivore foods. Lots of them. Premium content. Only the best. Apparently Taylor has never been on a plane before. Well, once. One time. One time. Where'd you go? Florida. 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 Here's us. What's up, Stan? What are your goals for this uh, this trip? Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna go into those right now. <laughs> you You're gonna work day. out every day? Every day, bro. Oh man, I don't know about that. All right, so here on the plane, one thing I wanna talk about is traveling. So if you're traveling, uh, one thing to keep in mind is the EMF. So when you're on a plane, there's about maybe like 10 times the amount of radiation in the air. So I have a beanie here that I bring, that I travel with that I will use that I got from Less EMF. And while I'm flying, I'll wear this. And then also if you have TSA pre-check, you'll avoid the, the body scan radiation that they have in that. And that ultimately is probably more optimal for you. Kind of survive a weekend in Miami, but also maintain the carnivore lifestyle. I'm not gonna pack much where I would source my foods. What can I do to kind of keep things going? Yeah. What's up guys and gals? So I just walked into my air, I guess my resort room here. Had no idea I was gonna have a freaking full on kitchen with an oven and just cooktop and everything. We will definitely be able to manage a carnivore diet. Looking out here, see all this. I've been fasting since breakfast. So you saw my breakfast, that's all I've had. I didn't even eat chocolate, which is something I usually do when I'm traveling. So I've been real good about that. What's going on? So it's 3 a.m. Later than I would want to be up at any given time. But given that I'm traveling and I'm with friends and whatnot, they were actually still hanging out and I was kind of like 
it was winding down. So I've actually been on West Coast time all this last week. So it's not actually that late. It was, it's midnight for me from Seattle where I was literally just a week ago. If I have any drinks, I had a couple of tequila sodas and maybe a couple of tequila sodas, that's about it. Pretty mild, they don't really affect my blood sugar from what I've seen in the data on my CGM. What I do is I usually do like a little noon electrolyte supplement and I'll put one of these capsules in to a water bottle about half as full. Depending on how tired or not tired I feel like I am, today I feel pretty pretty good, like I'm actually gonna sleep pretty well. So I bring melatonin if I'm ever like traveling across time zones or I wanna kinda like adjust. But in this case, I have just a couple of new mood capsules that I'm gonna take. This is just valerian root and um, some tryptophan to kinda improve and increase the sort of serotonin. So I'll drink the electrolytes with this. I'll probably wake up in the middle of the night and have to use the restroom, but what I'll do is I'll get good sleep for the most part. I won't feel the effects of any sort of drinking, probably largely because I ate a substantial meal, I had a ribeye, and then I also drank water while I was drinking and I only drank a couple drinks. So that's kind of my game plan to kind of get good rest and make sure that I get really good rest and recovery for tomorrow and then I'll sleep good tonight. The last thing I'll do is I'll just take a shower. I always take a shower before I go to bed. It just sets the mood. I'll kill the lights, kind of turn them way down, keep the blue blockers on because I'm in a resort so I'm not gonna change out the lighting here but I did put these on about an hour and a half before now just so I could kind of signal to my body to kind of calm down and kind of wind down. That's my regimen for the pre-sleep ritual on this travel trip. Nothing crazy, nothing wild. Man, it's pretty sweet waking up to a view like this. And this is in the continental US, it's crazy to think about that. A lot of the hunger you get, a lot of the desire you get to eat during the day, it's not that necessary. As a person who's traveling as carnivore, use fasting as a tool. It's a very powerful tool that can be a, a very effective tool for your war chest. All right, we're coming back to reality. I'm actually gonna head over to, to Walmart here, hit that up and just get this dialed in for the, for the weekend and just make sure I'm all set. All right, so we've we've just walked about 10 minutes from my hotel room. I actually wanted to get some sunlight and some walking in. There's a Whole Foods that is another 35 minutes from here that I'm probably not gonna go to, but um, for the actual place that I found, it's a Walmart Supercenter. So I'm gonna check it out. We're gonna see what we got, see if we got enough. A lot of times Walmart is definitely more than enough for a lot of people, and it's certainly more available for a lot of people. So uh, I wanna try to make this work if I can, and we'll see what we got. All right, so I decided to trek it. I think for this video, I just wanna make it average for people because I know a lot of people with the budgets and things like that, Walmart might be their only option or they just might have, have access to a Whole Foods and most people who have access to a Whole Foods are gonna have access to Walmart. So grass-fed organic beef, usually you can get it ground beef form. For the majority of the time, whenever I buy this stuff, I always focus on the, the, the fattier uh, grind, the fattier ground, which is 15% fat. There were some ribeyes in here. Grass-fed ribeye for $13 a pound. That's not bad. It's actually pretty impressive. This is from Arkansas. So we're in South Florida. These guys are serving up these. So I got a few ribeyes. I got a few pounds of ground beef. I'm kind of cutting this weekend. So I'm, for the most part, gonna keep my meals pretty lean. The other thing I got, I looked for spring water. And here's the thing, Mountain Valley will be at Whole Foods. It'll be in glass, it's much better. Uh, in the long term to drink your water out of glass. So in the second bag, I have, I actually picked up a chuck roast. I was gonna get more, um, 
more actual ribeyes and stuff like that. But then the chuck roast showed up and it was grass fed. And I was like, you know, I could do chuck roast. I'm on a budget. I'm trying to kind of lean down my cost right now. Now the eggs is probably the biggest sort of compromise or challenge. Anytime you're traveling, you're gonna find that these ones kind of, they, they at least were like the most expensive uh, Walmart eggs I could find. They're around 550 a dozen, all in. The budget for this entire meal worked out to $82.55, just a little bit north of what I paid for the conventional 14 ounce ribeye I bought at the restaurant last night. You can figure this stuff out, it's not that hard. This is all in Walmart in South Florida where I guarantee you from just walking around and, and kind of being in this environment and, and seeing the people that were shopping in Walmart, there are some people who are gonna buy this stuff but most of them are probably gonna go to Whole Foods. Either way, Walmart does a good job of at least providing that for you. So don't be shy. Don't make excuses about not buying or eating quality food. It's not that hard. Obviously, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit lucky here. I've got a kitchen, I've got a, I've got pans, I've got, you know, a fridge and stuff like that. But even if I didn't, like you can order on Amazon like a foreman grill for like 25 bucks, prime it and ship it to a location, pick it up, or go to a local shop like uh you know, even at like a Walmart, for example, they'll have something like that that you can just buy and you can do what we did in the, uh, the uh, February video where we basically just grilled our steak in the actual bathroom of our hotel room while we ran the fan. For us, we were at a conference. Every meal was like three, $400 for our team and the quality of the food was just not that high and it just didn't make any sense when we could just order all this food at a much better price and then just make it ourselves. For breakfast, I'm gonna actually do uh, ground beef. I haven't had burgers in a while. This is grass-fed organic ground beef from Marketside Butcher. I mean, it's it's actually distributed by Walmart. It's certified organic and it's grass-fed. So I will make some burgers and then get the eggs. This week, my primary meal. I might have a little bit more food later today with whatever we do for dinner. If we go to a restaurant, I might have a little small here or something, but this will be like my primary fuel for the day. Before I forget, I've got my boron and my kidney, I think, just supplements here. I'm just gonna take these because I'm not traveling with organs. Micronutrients from the nose to tail. Good morning. So today we've got a ribeye from our haul yesterday and some eggs. And I may, depending on how hungry I am, actually do a bit more meat hanging out here in Miami and doing my South Florida thing with the buddies. So I'll probably keep just to that, to be honest, and then just have whatever we have later because we all kind of go out to dinner. So last night we had um, oysters, some foie gras, and I had a lamb shank. Sleep's been not the best. Last night was a late night, but it was good. We were catching up, talking about business. That was very good and just kind of connecting and uh, you share and figure out some of the things that you need to do to kind of like take things to the next level. All right, so one thing I want to show you is egg quality. This is an egg I got from Walmart but there was kind of like their highest quality organic pasture raised egg. So if you open this egg, what you're gonna see is when you open it up, the whites are actually quite yellow and they're actually kind of sticky. So when you get that effect in your egg and you can kind of see that in the actual white itself um, and it's more of a yellow, that's a really good sign that the chicken itself was outside getting sunlight, producing vitamin D, and uh, you see that in the way the whites 
become more yellow. So yellow whites, usually a really, really good sign that the chicken is not in a cage, not in a pen, cooped up all the time. So it's Monday. We've got some grass-fed chuck roast. Yesterday, I actually, we went to a house party and they didn't really have any food. It was like a lot of just vegetable food and plant. It was just, they didn't really have any, anything substantial. So people ended up actually ordering like McDonald's at the end of the night, which was kind of funny because the house itself was many, many millions of dollars. And it was just this really fancy house and all these great people. But then they had this crappy food in there. So uh, it just goes to show. I fasted most of the day. And with this meal, I'm about to prepare. I'm just gonna slice up some chuck roast, gonna do some eggs, and then I've got my supplements. I still have quite a bit of eggs, so I'll probably do about five eggs here, and then uh, a pretty good chunk of this chuck roast, and then we have dinner at the casino later tonight, so there'll be options there that I'll indulge in. Someone who's probably at about 11% body fat, I don't think you need to worry too much about it, especially if you know you're getting vitamins, you're eating organs, you're doing the nose to tail meal. So from my experience, generally speaking, the food you get from the airport from the airplanes, it's all gonna be crap. You're not gonna wanna eat it and it's gonna hurt you more than it's gonna help you. And you're gonna look much better, be much healthier, just abstaining from it until you can find a source where you can get better food. Get some good protein, get some eggs, and just make sure that I have a good breakfast. Again, for me, if we go out for dinner, that's fine, I'll join. And I will maybe eat something that has meat in it, but I'm not gonna be looking to just indulge in something that doesn't take me on my plan.